Romans chapter 8 verses 1 to 2. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. School was a weird and wonderful place for me. Maybe you have had your experience of school. You could be still in school. I'm sure you can think of some weird and wonderful things that have taken place in your time through school. And whenever I think of my time and experience at school, which seems like a a long time ago, one of the things that stands out is the weird punishments that you got in school. I'm sure you can think of weird things that you got as a punishment from from teachers, from from principals. And there's a couple that spring to my mind. I remember uh, in one unnamed school that I went to, uh, one of the punishments that we had to do, though I didn't have to do it, personally was that if you messed up that in assembly you had to go up and read the bible which was a very strange and bizarre punishment i don't know what that principal thought of the bible but it was very very strange uh, I'm sure whenever you thought of primary school, more so than, than secondary school, you had the dreaded having to, to move seats, having to move close to the front and leave your mates. Maybe you had to go and stand outside. I had that as well. The, probably the weirdest punishment I ever had to do was uh, in primary school. I had to go outside and walk around the playground and it was absolutely Baltic. And I had to do this until I, I learned my lesson and well, me being really cocky I just decided to keep on walking around the playground until the teacher came out and called me back in and part of those the reason why we have those punishments is to to teach us a lesson whenever we're in school that's what the teachers are trying to do and in a sense it's to, to, to condemn us especially once we're put to the front or we have to stand outside or walk around the playground we're kind of condemned and to be condemned is is the idea of being sentenced to to serve a punishment. We're going to think about the whole idea of being condemned because it's a key f- feature of the verses I've read in Romans 8. And we're looking at Romans 8. And one of the key things we need to think about is what is this chapter all about? This incredible chapter in God's Word. What is the Apostle Paul who, who writes the book of Romans? And what is this chapter all about? And we could say it in just this one single sentence. Paul's purpose is that is for Christians to have certainty. For Christians to have certainty. And the certainty that Paul wants you to have if you love and follow Jesus is in verse one, to know that you are not condemned. And in verse two, that you are set free. What Paul outlines in these two verses is he gives two privileges of being saved. Two privileges and blessings of accepting the good news of Jesus. If you are, if you're a Christian and you're listening to this, this is true about you. You have ownership of these blessings. You are not condemned. You are set free. You are not condemned. Why does Paul need to say that? Because you are condemned if you're not in Jesus. See, because uh, of our sin, our rejection, our rebellion uh, of God, we are condemned. We are outside of God's family. We are outside of Christ. And because of that, there's no blessing. There's no forgiveness. But the crazy thing is, which maybe many of us know, which we really should never uh, get bored of thinking about, is that 
instead of us being condemned rightly for our sin, Christ, our Savior, God's Son, Jesus, was condemned for us. And Paul references that in, in verse 3. And because Christ was condemned on the cross that he took our sin, then God promises that you will not be condemned. And more than that, no one can condemn you. You know, how often do we feel guilty about ourselves? And yes, Julie, we make mistakes and, and mess up. And people point the finger and say things about us and we feel condemned. And maybe in your, in your own thoughts as well, you think negatively about yourself. And you just let that guilt sink upon your shoulders to you, you, you feel worthless. Well, that is not how God sees you in Jesus. If you are a Christian, God says to you, you are not condemned. He doesn't condemn you and no one can. I want to read a few verses at the end of Romans 8. Because Paul starts this chapter with this thought and he sort of concludes it as well. Romans 8 verse 33 and he says this. Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? Who shall bring any charge against uh, Christians, essentially? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised. Who is at the right hand of God. Who indeed is interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword? No one can condemn you. Nothing can separate you. Nothing can condemn you when you are in Christ Jesus, once you've accepted the gospel. There is therefore now no condemnation. Note that word now. That's a small word. It might seem insignificant. But what Paul is saying is you aren't, you're not condemned You know, next week or next year or whenever you get your act together, or whenever you start to feel like a Christian, whatever that may, may be, no, whenever you put your trust in Jesus, there's no condemnation right now. And that is God's guarantee for you. The second blessing and privilege is in verse 2, set free, you are liberated. How? Paul's answer is, is a bit of a strange one. He says, by the law of the spirit of life. And what he's really very simply saying, is, it's by God. God has set you free through his good news, through the gospel. This is God's work. Again, it's not what we have done, our achievements, our accomplishments, how great we may think we are. God has literally brought you from death to life, from darkness to light. God gives this blessing to you. He has set you free. Paul is saying to you, if you love and follow Jesus, if you're a Christian, you can have absolute certainty. You know, sometimes we think of God and we think of some sort of, you know, big old grumpy judgmental man up in the sky who's sort of counting our sins whenever we mess up. You know, we sometimes have that thought of God and that's why we don't run to him for forgiveness. You know, we may have those thoughts, but that's not what we see in the Bible. Instead, God says to you, not guilty. No condemnation and you're set free. Now that doesn't mean that you're perfect, far from it. You still will need forgiveness. You will still need to ask God to uh, um, a plea for repentance. You'll need to ask him for help. But you are set free to live a life in the Spirit. And this is all because of God. It's his work. 
I want to close with just a very simple challenge so that you can really take ownership of this, especially if you're a Christian. I'm going to say in the first verse again, and what I want you to do whenever I leave the blank in the empty space, I want you to fill in your name. And I actually want you to get a pen and a paper. I don't want you to use your phone. I actually want you to get a pen and a paper. And I want you to write the first verse of Romans 8 down. And I want you to put your name in it. There is therefore now no condemnation for who is in Christ Jesus. That is God's promise to you.